0: Trisha, it's been a long fucking time I know When do you think the last time I saw you was?
1: Oh, let's see I'm gonna go back to probably 2018
0: That's better than what I was gonna say Yeah Yeah, I was thinking like when I lived out in Glendale
1: Yeah, I think it was like close to your birthday I think we celebrated your birthday like a couple weeks after I met you
0: Fuck, 18? Maybe it was like yeah. 17 or 16? Yeah, something around there I suck <laughs>
1: You're a bad friend
0: It's I'm am a, I'm a <laughs> terrible person It's been a long time Yeah Good to see you again. You too. So now we get to catch up. Okay. And then we're gonna learn a little bit about who you are.
1: Oh, that's that's a book. But okay.
0: <laughs> are you comfortable? I am. Are you sure?
1: No, but we'll get there.
0: You can get comfortable. Okay. That's what the corner's for. I know. Put I, me in the
1: put the put me in the corner. I huh? put
0: I put everybody in the corner and they're <laughs> always like, I don't know how comfortable to be.
1: Right. Mm. Right? you just have to sit like right here and try and figure it out. Like, okay, can yeah. I lean back? Kind of not.
0: Everybody that's been here, like on their second or third time, they've learned. They'll take one of these and be like, "Fucking,
1: there you go. This is great. Just lounge back." Yeah,
0: so <laughs> it's all right. First time's always the best.
1: Yes. So well, that's what they say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only in this circumstance, right? Because otherwise, first time's never the best. <laughs> wow.
1: That went south real
0: quick. Uh, typically. <laughs> So, you now we're going to ask the uh, the pertinent questions. Okay. Are you from here?
1: I'm not from here. Where are you from? So, I'm originally from California.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I moved here um, in 20, 2008 originally.
0: No shit. Yeah. See? So, right off the um,
1: bat. Yeah, I actually moved here. This is actually where I met my kids' dad. Mm. So, I knew him since I was in the 8th grade. Um, and... We reconnected back in the day. was a uh, MySpace. Ooh. So, yeah, I know. Tell my, tell my age, huh?
0: Shout out to Tom. Um,
1: <laughs> right. Um, but no, that's how we met. Um, we reconnected back through MySpace with a friend. And Fuck. I ended up moving out here right after I turned 18. Um, I moved out here. Oh, sorry. That was in 2006 then. I moved out here mm. originally because um, I graduated high school in 2006. Hey, me too. Yeah, I know. Feel, feel old huh
0: she's like i remember you piece of shit <laughs> yeah i
1: know we're the same age bro <laughs> My bad. um but no so i moved out here in 2006 um and then we moved back to california after i had my son in 2008 and then at the end of 2008 we moved back out here and then stayed out here um i transitioned probably i want to say probably at least 10 times um because of, you know, uh past issues mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. constantly would move back and forth between here and California. But I've actually been here steady since two thousand and fifteen.
0: What part of Kelly you from?
1: So I'm from southern. Southern port so people call it the IE, but yeah. uh I'm from a, a small town called Hemet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I
0: actually grew up with people from there. Yeah? Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, no, so a lot of my friends actually still live there A lot of people still want me to go back to California I would not, absolutely not, ever Live back in California again No, hard pass Right, good place to visit um, I could probably last maybe 48 hours out there And then I'm like, okay, I gotta go
0: I'm sure since I'm kind of the piece of shit here Do you remember that I'm from Cali?
1: I did not Yeah
0: See? Alright I uh, I was born there, but I've been here since I was four
1: Okay, well, so, so technically you're an Arizonian
0: Yeah, like, it barely counts, you yeah. know I was from uh, Bellflower.
1: Okay. Yeah. All so my- you're more like the northern area, right? The L.A. Yeah, yeah, closer, yeah. central.
0: More L.A. than <laughs> <I'm> Hemet. <laughs>
1: more L.A. Yeah. yeah, I'm more Riverside. You're more L.A.
0: Exactly. Yeah. All my siblings grew up there, and they got into trouble, so we had to move here.
1: Okay. So that makes sense. Well, that's like, way to go on the siblings. So mm-hmm. you're the youngest. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm the youngest. So, I have two older siblings. Um, don't talk to either one of them. Yeah. but you I, try, know.
0: I try not to. They just keep coming <laughs> around.
1: I, I just now actually started having a relationship with my sister again, um, probably about two and a half years ago. But I haven't talked to her uh, before that since then. Mm. So, I met all of my nieces and nephews uh, for the first time two years ago.
0: Well, that's super cool. Yeah.
1: So, we went down. The only reason why I went is because... Uh, Like I told you earlier, but people don't know, uh, my dad stays with me. So my Mm -hmm. dad needed to walk her down the aisle and I was her transportation for my dad to get there. So she had to reach out to me in order for my dad to be there.
0: Well, I mean, do you, it wasn't a bad rekindling, right?
1: No, actually we have a lot more respect for each other now. Yeah. Now that we're older, um, we had to learn because I was always known as the black sheep of the family because my brother and sister are from my dad, but Mm. we have different moms so with that story, um, they were always told I was the other kid.
0: Oh, so yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that's always the hard part when you're raised in a family and then you're the youngest. Um, your mom's already hated, you know, for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then you get the outcasting because you're her offspring. So that was what they were told. I was a Satan's Satan's child growing up that's what their grandmother told specifically satan yeah okay i know out of all things i didn't
0: think you were that bad i'm not that bad i mean i know
1: i'm up there but i'm not that bad kind
0: of a nice lady i thought
1: (laughs) i can be (laughs) um but no so that was the thing with them and then um i have an older brother i haven't talked to him since i was 15 so
0: for the same reason
1: uh no he walked out of his daughter's life um and because of that we just kind of stopped talking um So, my dad was diagnosed with cancer when I was 15. Oof. And uh, my brother told my dad, I hope you die on the table.
0: Oh. Yeah. God damn. Right.
1: I mean, you want to talk about some some damage. Um, Fuck. After that happened, that was uh, kind of the ending for a lot of us. We eventually cut him off because of that situation.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not even involved in that fucking hit hard.
1: Right. Exactly. So... Um, after that, we kind of just lost respect for him for that reason. Mm-hmm. And then like, that's something I had to learn the hard way, even though they're family, it's okay to cut people off.
0: You I mean, know? Yeah. I've, I've definitely, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a
1: tricky one. I've
0: dabbled, but it's definitely doable. Yeah.
1: It's hard. I mean, granted, cause you'll get it from the other ends of people like, oh, there's still blood. You know what? I have more friends that are more blood than my own family. Uh, yeah, So for sure. That's something I had to learn the hard way.
0: Damn. <laughs> That's, that's, uh, that's pretty crazy. You know, you're, you're kind of, you're, you're almost like dabbling in a little bit of my story when you say st- almost everything that you said, cause mm-hmm. all my siblings are from a different dad and I'm the only one that's from my dad. So automatically I'm like, Oh, I fucking get it. Yeah. And I'm the baby. So I was always like, well, he's just the baby, you know? Yeah. Almost, he's- almost like a little bit of alienation going on. Like nobody's going to talk about it, but we really don't like that little white motherfucker. Right. <laughs> And all my siblings are half Mexican, so it's always been, like... Oh, oh you're the white boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then that whole side of the... F- it's a whole story, but yeah, I definitely, like, uh, I feel you on some of that shit.
1: Right, and it's hard, and that's the hard part, is it's, like, it, as a child, that messes you up mentally.
0: It fucks with you a little bit. Yeah. For sure. You know, because
1: sure. you never know why. why. Why was I the outcast, mm. you know? And then I asked that question, actually, a couple years ago to my sister. I said, why did it take you so long? I said, you know... I have a child who is now almost 15 and he never met you. Like he's now he's 12. Right. You know, and he never got to meet his cousins who are his age. I said, and we're only four hours apart. Like that's pretty sad.
0: Yeah. That is a little shitty.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, and the reason why I was like, but yet you want me to turn around and cater to you now because you, you need something.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I said, I needed a sister growing up. I never had that. You know,
0: Fuck.
1: so it's like you have siblings and yet you look to your friends for siblings like that's how I see it. Yeah. I have two very, very close friends of mine that live in California still. Uh, one lives actually in Vegas and one lives in California. Um, but they have been my rock for family wise. So and that's something that I've learned even like you also know one of my really good friends, Amber. Mm-hmm. Um, she has been my rock and I've been hers, you know, and even after years, we don't have to talk. But we'll kick up right back where we left off.
0: Yep. You that, know? those are the most amazing relationships. Right. And I'm just gonna <clears throat> point this out, uh, Amber. You've been talking about it for a long time. So when you fucking listen to this, you're about due for for, uh, for an episode of your own. Oh yes. <laughs> she's, I agree. She's been talking. Oh, all right. So, but <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, no. That's it's it's the craziest shit to have relationships like that when you don't even have them within your own family line. Right. You know, and it, it blows my mind just just the same way it does uh, to be able to pick up with somebody. You know, two years later, mm-hmm. like fucking nothing happened. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, I I I totally agree with that one.
0: But having that bloodline is just some strange dividing line. Right. I don't understand it.
1: Nope, and and there shouldn't be a line. It should be anybody is uh, regardless of whether they're blood or not it should be family. It's how you put, you can create your own family regardless.
0: To to beat this horse a little bit more. Sure. Um <laughs> I I have a a few friends that are that are uh not from this country. Uh-huh. Uh Romanian friends, things like that, of other cultures and yep. they find it I I actually asked them the other night, you know, what do you find interesting or confusing about the uh, quote-unquote American culture. And the first thing they said was, you know, how little they value the, uh, the family.
1: Yeah, 100%. And, and I was like,
0: fuck, I shouldn't ask that.
1: Right? You shouldn't. There's yeah. a lot of questions you shouldn't ask people yeah. from other countries because they'll, they'll really voice their opinion.
0: And they were like, you know, you know they told me just this, the way that people abandon each other when they're part of the same family is the most bizarre thing they've ever seen. And I was like,
1: yeah. fuck. It's the it's the simple things. Yeah. That's honestly what that's what it narrows down to. It's you take for granted the simple things. It
0: was the craziest fucking response I shouldn't ever have asked for. No,
1: you shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, but that's what you get for asking questions to other people from other yeah, countries.
0: Yeah. Hosting this damn show <laughs> fucking made me open my mind.
1: Right. You like, learn a lot of things. What if? Right, exactly.
0: It's a fucking beautiful curse, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. So but Did back you? get myself back on track with uh you know, why I live here now. Yeah. Um so like I said, I've been back here. Since 2015, um, I've practically lived everywhere in Arizona. Um, I recently moved back to this side of town. Obviously, you knew I lived in Maricopa for about two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I owned a ranch out there, which was nice. I definitely wish I didn't get rid of it, but, you know, things happen. <laughs> yep,
0: shit happens. <laughs> right?
1: Um, but then, like, I also learned a lot about isolation while I was out there. Because, to be honest, you actually learn who really cares about you at that point. Yeah. Because for me, I didn't realize even just being an hour and a half apart from people who I spend time with every single day, don't even care. Yep. Like they would not take the extra drive to come see me. But you know what? If I come up this way, oh, it's on. It's like, game on. Hey, yeah. let's hang out. Let's do this. You know, and it's you're, just, you're in the
0: area. What? Right.
1: But I will never come see you, but it's OK. Um, so that's the hard part. But I mean, I like it here. I definitely have a lot more exploring to do because I don't ever get out much. Um so, I'll, that's that's the bucket list, is to start traveling more.
0: How far north have you lived?
1: Mm, probably where I'm at now. Surprise. Hmm. Yeah. Not much further than that.
0: I was going to say, that's not very far north.
1: No. I want to move to Prescott, believe it or not. Oof. Or I think, how do you say it? I saw I used to call you it pre, Prescott, yeah. <laughs> and everybody used to get mad. You, you
0: said it the way Arizonans are supposed <laughs> to say it. <laughs> okay. Prescott.
1: Prescott.
0: It's the foreigners there. Prescott. Prescott, yeah. Oh, hey my God. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's, that's I don't know if you want to live out there. Yeah. It's a nice place to visit, but Really? I mean, I don't know. I my first my first thought, honest to God, is like there's not a whole lot of work. Yeah. But
1: Well so I work from home.
0: Yeah. So I don't oh. really have to worry about that. Oh, so you can just take the shit with you? I
1: literally can just take all my devices as long as I have internet. That's well, all I need. For fuck's sake, then right. what do you hold up I holding can literally for? go live in the Virgin Islands right now as long as I just have my computer and internet.
0: Wi Fi. That's all you right. need. Right. That's
1: all I need is Wi Fi.
0: Okay. So. Well, that changes things quite a bit. Exactly.
1: That's where I'm at. I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of want somewhere where I can live in all four seasons, which Arizona clearly is not it. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you're, you're dabbling. Prescott's the right place to start.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, because of, you know, things that I have to deal with, I can't really move too far sure, yet. Sure, sure. Um, but eventually, you know, once my kids turn 18... Or get closer to that age where they can make those choices. Right. Then I can actually, you know, have free reins to move to where I want to.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but for now, I kind of have to just stay close.
0: I I thought I, I I worked up there for quite a while. When I say I worked up there, I used to pick up my tow truck up there. Oh. And I would have it down here, at this house.
1: You would drive up and down that hill every single day.
0: So, well, depending on where the calls were, I was in my tow truck. Yeah. But yeah, I made that trip a lot. Um. That was two years ago now, holy shit, um, but I would go up there once or twice a week in my personal, probably just leave my car there, pick up my tow truck, and take calls wherever the fuck, and so I got to explore a lot of the little towns up that way oh okay, and it's 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 interesting um prescott Prescott valley is it has its pockets,
1: yeah. <laughs> I kind of seen that actually when I went up there recently to go um do some hiking yeah. up in Cottonwood and, and uh Prescott Valley. Cottonwood is uh, is unique
0: too. Yeah,
1: it's I mean, they have a they have a park out there, it's called Dead Horse. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went that's where I went hiking. Dead Horse uh State Park.
0: See before before I worked <laughs> up there. And before I got the chance to explore, I was always like, there's so many little towns to fucking live in. I'm so excited to be able to move to one of them. And I started exploring little towns. I got to see all the little towns around. And I was like, they're all pretty trashy. Right. Arizona has a lot of little places to live. But they're not good.
1: No, they're really not. It's like, well, I mean, you should know we're from California. So they got pockets, too. You got some really cute little small towns and you got some where you're like, oh, that house is made out of cardboard. All right.
0: Holy shit. I'm impressed. But how are you living there?
1: Right. Exactly. Um, I need to make a turnaround.
0: Yeah, for sure. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, you're fine. Every time we talk about little towns out here, I'm like,
1: "Eh, yeah. Well, I mean, I would never want to live in a small town. Have you ever heard what they say about small towns? Mm. Like everybody knows everybody's business. I'm good. I don't need everybody to know my business. Yeah. Yeah. So especially, especially, I mean, you already hear it in these big cities, let alone in the small, small towns where they got like 600 people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, somebody's already slept with somebody's cousin. You already know (laughs) this is how it's going on. So you got the whole business before Sunday church.
0: We go to the same bar. I get the same thing.
1: Right, exactly. I mean, everybody knows everything about you.
0: Yep, it's funny. Yeah. So, if you moved out here in two thousand six and we're the same age, and you went to high school out there. Yep. In Cali. Yep. How was that?
1: Oh wow.
0: Um, Is this? It's diverse (laughs) out here.
1: So. Well, I mean, back then it was it was diverse where I went to school.
0: I yeah, I get it, Um, really. yeah,
1: I mean, granted, I went to a preppy school. That's what people called it because I lived on the preppy side of my oh, hometown. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but it wasn't preppy to be honest because we actually funny story is we ended up on the news and that's actually how people found out about Hemet <laughs> was because of our story. Um, nobody ever really knew that Hemet. Hemet used to be known for being a golf course town huh. back in the day. That's what it was originated for was a retirement town. Yeah. Um, and it was actually one of the like, highest known places to go golfing for like, the older people. Um, and then my high school decided to make it back on news um, <laughs> back in 2006 when we had a giant riot um, that broke out. And when I say giant, I'm talking 300 people are fighting all at once holy shit um yeah so it was the black and mexicans versus the whites um
0: why 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 we gotta be
1: right so it originated actually started with the mexicans versus the whites why i don't know i back then i didn't really get involved with everybody um i kind of kept to myself in high school and that's kind of the way i still am um but they, I guess, ended up having some gang affiliation and white supremacy was involved. Um, of so, was. of course, you know, you got to have the two, two rivals. But the, the blacks ended up joining the Mexicans against the whites. So <laughs> this one thing all started because the head honcho of the Mexicans ended up meeting the head honcho of the whites in the middle of the auditorium. So
0: this is at a high school. In high school, are, this, they, are this these is high my, schoolers? Right,
1: seniors. So, these are seniors in high school.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna reference to how juvenile this this whole thing really is. Thank you. Sorry.
1: No, go ahead. I'm just
0: I I have to <laughs> I have to dabble in the fact for the listeners that this is this is not adult recreational activity. And there is no preference involved here.
1: No, absolutely not. This, this is everybody under the age of 18. This is
0: high school bullshit.
1: Yeah. 100%. Continue.
0: Sorry. Okay.
1: No, no worries. 100% underneath the age of 18. Mm-hmm. This is what they call, you know, when you're young and dumb. That's exactly what this Super is. Super young and dumb. <laughs> this is exactly what this is pointing at. Yeah. Um, They... Sure, all of a sudden just started to do that. Mind you, I'm walking in the middle of the auditorium. Yeah, I what, have one what's going on? right, exactly me <laughs> with my, my normal books, just walking through, have no idea what's going on. Then, all <laughs> of a sudden, you see this a giant fight break out. I'm walking with one of my Hispanic friends and one of my black friends, and I watch both of them get attacked. Oh, fuck. And I'm stuck in the middle, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put my bags down and either like fight back. Or I'm going to have to run.
0: Just fucking bull. You know what I
1: mean? So my best friend, like I said earlier, um, she still lives out there. She actually protected me at that moment because I was so small back then. People don't realize, like, yeah, I'm tall now. But back then I was only four foot seven <laughs> oh, shit. and a senior in high school. So um, they, they used to call me Piglet back in the day. That's actually my nickname. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, but she ended up grabbing me and pulling me out. So that way I didn't get hit in the process. mm um, And so she's like, you need to go hide over here. But yeah, after that, we had, I think it was like, I want to see we had 150 cops on campus. They completely locked all of us down. And um, that's like the one thing I remember from high school. Isn't that pretty bad? I mean, like I said, we were a very diverse
0: school. I mean, that's pretty monumental, though. So I don't right. blame you.
1: I mean, but it's something you just never forget because it just went to show you, regardless of diversity, there's still going to be issues. You know what I mean? And it's not because of the, the people and their diversity. It's because one person wanted to be stupid and so did another one.
0: I mean, in all fairness, the one thing, the biggest thing I remember from my high school was they used to do field fights with our rival high school. Mm. So I'm like, I know like I catch
1: f- cars on fire and stuff like that.
0: I don't know. I fucking get it. We used to go. I was I went to school at Barry Goldwater. Okay. Which is not good, first of all. (laughs) And they used to, like, all of our popular fighters used to, like, meet up in a field with guys from Deer Valley High School and just fucking start this giant fight. Yeah. I was never there. It's
1: just not right.
0: I was just, that that was like the one big thing I remember. So I totally get it.
1: Yeah. I mean, we had the same thing. And it's like the city rivals against. So it's Hemet versus West Valley. Yeah. Same high school or same town, but different high schools. It's kind of like the same thing out here. Um, where they would like burn like giant big old W's in our football fields and stuff like that. (laughs) Damn. Um, I think the worst one they ever did, honestly, was, um, they actually got in huge trouble for it. It actually became like a violation. Um, somebody had decided to put like, I want to say it was pig's blood, Mm. but some kind of blood on the monument of the Mustang over in that high school. So like, it was like a bleeding Mustang, so like a whole bunch of people went against it and was like, you know, this is inhumane I'm like, first off it's a statue. Right. Like let's let's calm down a little bit. Relax. But um I think that's where a lot of it went was that's when they kinda of made us shut down the whole you have to be careful what you do on the rivalries.
0: It's pretty creative though. I mean so I, I'm not supporting it's I'm just, not
1: supporting any kind of, you know that's yeah, just
0: creative. Blood
1: on animals or anything like that. They've so. been like,
0: what do you want to fucking do? I'm like, I <laughs> don't know. Let me disclose dude.
1: that, that I don't support people putting blood on, you know, animals or anything like that. Let me make sure that that's not okay. <laughs> so
0: I just never would have thought of that. <laughs> what do you want to do to him, bro? I don't I don't I don't know what right. to do. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> don't fucking <laughs> ask me. Let's go. P on their building
1: Oh yeah Because then you'll get in trouble That's going to get
0: the point across
1: Yeah That'll do something Put a giant H on it or something And a (laughs) ticket For sure 100% (laughs) a ticket
0: Oh shit I'm sorry Anyway Okay So you went to school out there And then moved out here
1: Yep So And then after I moved here Did you graduate from there? I did Oh shit I graduated from Hemet High School in 2006 Oh yeah dude Yep Sure That's, did should,
0: You at least got your diploma
1: Right Shout out to Hemet High <laughs> Still have my favorite teacher there Actually if I ever get him to listen to this podcast Mr. McKelvey You still work there And I still to this day Thank you for You know all your world <laughs> history Because You have taught a lot And I actually have translated that to my kids
0: You're the shit dude Yes 100% <laughs> You teachers left a dent You would never be able to replace Oh
1: yes And we have the same birthday So I'll never forget him Fuck. I used to get a big jar of licorice on my birthday. Mm. So, you know, it's coming up. You can uh, you can send that to me.
0: <laughs> it's like I take donations.
1: Right? I will. I will take a donation for it.
0: Hit up that cash app for licorice. <laughs> Fuck. So, did you move out here with y- y- your parents? or No.
1: So, I originally moved here when I was 18. Um, I actually left on Christmas Day. And I moved in with my... Um, now my ex-husband. So... I moved in with him when I was 18. I literally just turned 18 hmm. and moved out here two weeks after. Um, and then we were together for off and on for 12 years. 12 years? Yeah. Fuck. Right. Talk I about haven't committed
0: it. To anything for 12 years.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, off and on for 12 years. Uh-huh. It, was not, it was not consistent, um, but it definitely was a long time that I invested So
0: I commend you for that. Yeah,
1: thank you. Yeah, yeah. Like like people say, you know, when you have kids, you try and make it work as much as you can. And then eventually you just learn. Yeah. It's actually unhealthy to stay with um, in a toxic relationship. You just... It's not healthy.
0: It's... It's super hard to accept, though. Because when you're in that moment, you want everything to work, especially for children, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's like a... It's a fucked up double side of the coin because...
1: Right. the, The kids... Exactly, and the, because of the way I was raised, so my whole family's Christian. Yeah. Um, so I was raised very much. When you're married, it's for better or for worse. You just you suck it up and you, you deal with it.
0: Such a traditional value that just doesn't hold up these days. It doesn't. Because However, people are fucking yeah. retarded.
1: Well, it's not even just that. <laughs> that. Is a true statement. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people do take that for granted. Um, but for sure, a lot of it people don't realize is that you can get out of a marriage because of infidelity. So don't think that you have to stay with them if they cheat on you. No, no, no. Yeah. That's, I, that's I, I not to- true.
0: I definitely agree with that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, and I wish that that was something I actually understood back then. Um, Cause I didn't. So unfortunately that, that was a toll that took on me that now I still live with um, to this day mm-hmm. because of that. So, I mean, like I said, you go with it for 12 years, you find all kinds of stuff along the way. And I mean, if I want to dabble into that um my ex-husband cheated on me 10 times in our marriage so
0: (laughs) that that is actually part of the epitome of what we're doing here yeah and and that i want to emphasize a little bit on is um you're so you're my age so i just turned 35
1: i'll be 35 next month
0: exactly so (laughs) and that was how long ago
1: that was let's see well when did it start or how long was it (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> when, let, when did that 12 years end?
1: Oh, 12 years ended in 2017.
0: Uh, so six years ago. Yep. Almost seven. Yep. And I just want to emphasize on the impact of what that kind of shit does to a person. Yeah. You know? 100%. Uh, um, I think it's important that people realize and talk about the impact and, and the longevity of that impact of what that does to a person's mentality when something that deep happens yeah because you're you're going to be dealing with that for for years to come
1: oh 100 I, I deal with this still on a daily basis because like i said these this is also a guy who's my kids dad. yeah so i still have to see him i still got to be around him i still got to associate with him because he's still part of my kids's life
0: i have i've had shit happen i've never been cheated on that i know of which is fine with well me. thank god that yeah. you don't know about it yeah we don't know and that's yeah. okay <laughs> but i've only ever been in relationships that are like I think my longest was like three and a half years and the stuff that has happened in three and a half years is fucking hurtful as it is. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine what it's like to, to devote yourself for 12 years to somebody who is consistently choosing something over you Yeah. like that is. And, and that, that is so impactful and that's going to continue until you find a situation where you can truly let that go. Yeah. Which is only God knows when. (laughs)
1: it hasn't been yet yeah (laughs) yeah
0: that's the fucked up part about that whole thing you know i'm sorry
1: no you're totally fine
0: that's that's that that's that shit though that's that impactful shit you know well
1: right and that's why and like you said that's the whole reason why you created this podcast was you know it's it's you fighting your own mental state yeah you know what i mean and that's where i want to be that vision for you know women for example like that's what i want to do
0: and it's just like if you're if, if you're listening to this and you think about this shit and you're you're in the process of doing that shit to your partner, you fucking don't, dude. Like, just fix it before it gets to that point. Or what, leave. Whatever. Yeah, fix it or leave. Whatever the fuck that means to you. Just you, the impact on people that, that people have is fucking... It's, it's could be for better or for worse. That was the wrong reference, but...
1: Yeah, and that doesn't include just marriage. Yeah. That includes a relationship. Like you can either fix it, or do yourself a better trick and
0: just leave. Take the term partner to the next fucking level. Right. And test yourself. What does a partner mean to you?
1: Exactly. One hundred percent. Anywho.
0: Yeah. I got that out. All right. You feel better? <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> okay. Usa. <Oosa. laughs>
1: yeah. No problem. Because I mean, like I said, it, it was it was dealing with that for. Yeah. For so many years. So, and like you said, I do. It still plays in my head still to this Shh, day.
0: I can't fucking imagine. So,
1: um, don't worry. I was like, well, I mean, if when I come back another time, we'll get into that actual whole story. Boom, so, I didn't
0: even have to ask you. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> get ready for part two.
0: Bitches. <laughs> so,
1: but no, that's, that's kind of where it's at. But like I said, that's the whole reason of why I want to do this. Because one, it's clarifying me. That, you know, I'm a lot stronger than what I thought I was. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because here it is seven years later. Granted, it still affects me mentally. But I want to be that vision for another woman who I see going through that situation who feels like she's stuck. Oh, yes. You know, and that also goes for guys, too, because I know guys go through that, too. There's a lot more. I've actually seen it more. Because of this situation, mm-hmm. I realized women are just as snaky as men. Yeah. Like, they really don't care. Yeah. And, and that was the hard part, was that some of these girls that he cheated on me with were people that were close to me. These were girls that said that they were my friends. And yet, while I'm at work, he's out doing something with them. So, that, that's the hard part. You know, and that's where that mental state kicks in because it's like you just don't know who to trust anymore.
0: Yeah, it really it really digs a hole in your heart that you don't know how to fill. Yeah, it, it takes out it takes out a lot of the trust that you thought you had. Yeah, and it it'll fuck with your head, you know,
1: exactly. And then it's like you just feel bad for anybody who does want to try and come into your life because right. you've been damaged so much. So you're like, I don't believe anything you have to say. Hmm.
0: You know what I mean preach. Like I'm one of those
1: I'm 100% now one of those girls that's like action speaks louder than words. Yeah. Don't tell me, you better show me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I can uh, I can really empathize with what you're saying because of everything that I have going on. Mm-hmm. So it's really kind of like I've I've put myself in a position to be successful, but at the same time I put myself in a position to test every single person that walks into my life. Yeah. Because the opportunity for them to be able to prove that is Right in front now. Right. There's no time for me to, to calculate whether or not you're gonna be able to do it. If you're gonna do it, then you get to show it. Right. So I fucking totally get that. Man. Yeah. It's 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 heartbreaking, but at the same time it's like Well
1: Exactly. And that's know? why and that's why people think like a certain way about me now. And it's kinda sad because You people judge people based on a uh, on a character that they see now. Well, like
0: they they judge them on the instant character.
1: Exactly. Like I honestly, people I get all the time. Like, oh, you always look like you're so mad all the time, or you look like you know you look mean. I get that quite often.
0: Yeah, it keeps the dumb people Um, away. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No,
1: I mean they'll they'll (laughs) still try and talk, but you know that happens. (laughs) Um, But no, it's honestly it's because to me honestly I think more, so it has nothing to do with that. Because I'm actually a very, very sociable person. However, I also keep my guard and I'm more reserved now than I ever was before. Mm -hmm. I'm very, very more observant. And I won't actually approach somebody anymore like I used to. I would would usually be that girl that would walk up and be like, hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. And now I'm more like, let's see if they walk up. (laughs) You know? Because that's just how I've had to learn to train my brain. Right. Because I feel like when you put yourself out there so much, you're going to eventually, people are going to use that against you. And that's kind of how it was in that situation. I let all these these people close to me only to realize that they were just using me for another source. Mm. So.
0: I find it difficult and I, I I think it's more difficult for women than it is because, like, I can get away with looking like an asshole. Yeah. It's, just, it's just part of my look. Yeah. Uh, it's not my job to be approachable or to be pretty or anything like that. <laughs> I got this. Uh, but I, I also found it... Um, what's the word? I found it common that if I was to be friendly or if I was to be, like, open or uh i hate to use it as an example but like explaining myself to people shit like that mm-hmm. then it would be used pretty commonly as like a form of weakness people would see it as like a weakness and i can only imagine how how much that is it, how much that is like uh women get that a lot worse yeah you know because you are you are in 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 general softer and more opening and more welcoming and shit like that. So I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I, I don't know. if Well, granted, I mean, I oh, guess you could say that. However, that, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. I get it.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know if everybody else will get it, but I do. Yeah, My words um, are gone tonight. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> no, I definitely could tell, for example, like, um, like you were saying a lot of women nowadays though, are so masculine because they can't be feminine is the biggest issue. Because, like you were saying, they can't rely on that man to take the lead. Right. So now they have to play the man role. And a lot of men are actually intimidated by that. So from what I've been told, you know, I mean, from a lot of my guy friends, they will tell me that they're like, you know, why can't you girls just, you know, be girls? And I'm like, what does that even mean? You know, be girls. I was like. If, if I wanted to take a back seat, like, for instance, if I ever find that relationship, I, you can gladly take the reins, please. Right. You know I mean? I don't want to take them.
0: Yeah. But, well, the public, but I,
1: will, I will continue to hold them until, until you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, I shouldn't have to tell you how to be a man. You should know how to be a man. That's the thing.
0: You're, sh- you're shooting, I feel like, with that statement, you're shooting for a little bit more of a traditional sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to clarify because, well, yeah. like, I get what you're saying, but what you're saying, I think is, uh, I think it's a little bit more uncommon these days.
1: It is actually. So it is very uncommon, but that's also, I think that's just the way the world is nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Everything is so uncommon because, like, there's a lot of men who think that women are just supposed to be at home and cook and clean and take care of kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not supposed to work. They're right. not supposed to do this. Not in this generation, honey. I'm sorry to say, but. Uh, the world nowadays you have to have two incomes
0: things that's that's definitely the fucking core of it right (laughs) because that is such the truth yeah
1: you have to because and not even that and i tell people all the time and this is a big thing that i i stand behind it's not called a relationship it's called a partnership yeah yeah because you need to have a partnership that means you guys do everything together it is not this is your role this is my role no No, this is a we role
0: you need a partner yeah
1: exactly you you help me clean the kitchen you help me cook dinner i'll help you clean. you know. I would never help people, but I know how to change oil in cars, but I don't like to. Um, I mean, I can. I'd just rather not. (laughs) Um, That's a little different. That's trade's work. Exactly. But it's like you also know there's certain areas that a man is good at and there's certain areas that a woman is good at. But at the same time, at the end of the day, you guys have to have that partnership. You know, it shouldn't be, okay, yeah, I get it. Your job's harder than mine. However, you know, especially if like somebody was to take on, for instance, me, I got three kids. You know what I mean? So when that person steps up to that role... Then that's my thing. Is that it's not just me. I shouldn't have to go to work all day, cook, clean, come home, take care of the kids, do homework, this and that, and then all of a sudden go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can help out too. It's not granted whether you worked fifteen hours or whatever. I've seen that happen. You know, and that's the problem is, is that too many people rely on. Okay, well, it's one set. It's one standard.
0: At the yeah, at the at the foundation, uh, working together is. You both have your own specific skill sets, you know, Mm -hmm. and putting everything together and working together is the best team you could ask for. Exactly. And it's not that difficult just because you want things to be one way. That's your own stubborn ass, you know, exactly. Find a a way to work (laughs) with your partner and make shit happen. You guys are working together, not against each other.
1: Right. Right. And, but that's why relationships don't last nowadays. And that's the honest core is right there because people are not willing to get out of their stubborn ways. To help a relationship work
0: Well I've seen so many fucking examples And I think I could probably speak for For your 12 year situation mm-hmm. um, When I say that I've, I've noticed um, After people get Comfortable uh, A whole other side of them is exposed Yeah And that, shit, that, that shit's happened to me After a short time And it scares the shit out of me Th- That really blows my mind That for some reason after people get Comfortable they just decide that they're going to be neglectful in whatever the way, shape, or form is, and they're just going to be closed-minded, and it's never going to be a them problem. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, shit's just, what? Now I'm just, now it's just insecurities and lies? What are we doing? Exactly. And.
1: So I get you, because like, like you said, for example, mine was 12 years with one. Yeah, that was just So as you know, I was 12 bizarre. years with that one. Yeah. And then um, a year and a half ago, I separated from my youngest son's dad so and that was for five years so like i like you said i do the full commitment you know like you said you eventually they get comfortable
0: yeah
1: and it's like okay you get that puppy love at first and you're like oh i got it you know and i'll tell you whatever you want to hear for the first like two years and then all of a sudden everything just changes the grass gets greener on the other side you just get temptation kicks in it's just insecurities fly um and i don't understand why i just i don't get it
0: super bizarre to me yeah. I I don't understand it because it just gets treated like every bit that you have to offer is just now a weakness that they can take advantage of. And I would say that outside of outside of like a partnership relationship, some people in friendships do that shit too. Oh, absolutely. You know, as soon as you show a little bit of vulner I'm not going to say vulnerability. I don't like using that word. As soon as you open yourself up a little bit more to a relationship, mm-hmm. it just get you just get looked at as 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 weak. Or or something that can be used to their benefit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whatever the case may be.
1: Yeah, and that and that like you said, that includes friendships too. It's yeah. people
0: can find it regardless. It's it's fucking bullshit, though. yeah. And that's I, I think people are closed minded and it needs to stop. Yeah. I so, agree. <laughs> so here we are fucking ranting. <laughs> that's what I'm good for. Don't
1: mind. I'm good at ranting.
0: No, it's all right. That's why we're here. Yeah. We gotta air this shit. Right. Make, make people think a little bit, you know.
1: Exactly. Well, and like you said, because now you're getting it from not only just a guy's point of view, you're getting it from a girl's point of view too. Yes,
0: exactly. So
1: sometimes, sometimes that needs to be heard. Which,
0: which has been a desired viewpoint. Yeah. So thank you.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like anything else. I got, I got a bunch of them oh, no, from desired viewpoints.
0: <laughs> we we only got through like three quarters of your story.
1: Oh goodness gracious. Okay. So we'll get back on track with my story then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, Where did we leave off? Was it the high school shit? Yeah. So that was.
1: So that was back in 2006. 2006. Yep. yep. And then I've lived here, like I said, since 2008. Um, Both of my kids. So all of my kids actually were born in California, which is funny because hmm. um, <laughs> I've moved back there so many times that I would move back with my with my folks Um, back in back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then I would stay out there for about a year, and then I would try and move back out here, you know, um, work things out with their with their dad, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, and then six months down the road, move back to California. So it was a constant off and on.
0: This sounds expensive.
1: Um, it would be if I didn't move back with my folks. Then it would be expensive. Okay, fair, um, <laughs> enough, fair enough. Granted, I I guess you could say that because I lost eight apartments in the process. Oh, um, eight? Yeah. Fuck. So yeah. (laughs) Eight apartments in the last twelve years. Uh that's what I lost. Thank goodness. I mean they're all paid off now. But uh (laughs) so that was my thing. Um every time I signed a lease, I not even joking, you was probably three months in, I would be moving back home. Um but yeah, I mean so the hardest part honestly, I still remember the day that I left their dad. Um that was back in like I said, in twenty in twenty seventeen. Yeah. 2017. So my son was, my oldest son was eight. Um, and so backstory, I guess I should go back a little bit further. Um, cause I've known their dad for years, but the reason why, um, he had a really bad addiction problem. Ugh. So that was hard. So dealing with, you know, for 12 years of not only the lying and the cheating and everything else, I also had to deal with an addict. Um, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't just alcohol. Um, he was hooked on methamphetamine and um, and smoked a lot of weed, which actually, believe it or not, I actually never knew he did drugs um, for nine years. Damn, really? Never knew.
0: Son of a bitch. Right.
1: Um, the only reason why I found out is actually I got a call from an officer while I was at work. And he was at home with my son at the time was six. And he said, ma'am, you have 10 minutes to get here before CPS gets called. Oh, no. And I was like, okay, well, uh, let me, let me get there right now. What's going on? They go. We have a bench warrant for your for your husband. Um, he needs to go, and your son's here and he can't be unattended. I'm like, okay, I'm on the way. And so when they picked him up, I was like, excuse me, what are you picking him up for? You know, what I mean, like I knew he smoked weed. He smoked weed since we were 18. Granted, that's not legal back then, but you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it did happen. Right. Um. It's just weed. Right. Well, people say that, but however, still wasn't legal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is now, thank goodness. But so he uh, ended up being picked up and um, I was super thankful for the cops because they ended up covering his hands. So my son couldn't see him in handcuffs, which because I know that that would that would destroy my kid mentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm all about my kids' mental health. So they ended up arresting him. And I said, what are you arresting him for? And they said, oh, he's got a felony six, which is um, dangerous drugs. Um, he was being picked up for selling and using of dangerous drugs. So, I'm like, he smokes weed. Like, that's literally what I told the cop. He smokes weed. (laughs) Um, And he was like, no, ma'am. He can tell you. Like that. So, I didn't see him for about three and a half weeks. He was locked up. Um, And then when he came back out. And then it was like, came back out. And I still stayed with him. That was the crazy part. So, like I said, my son was only six at the time. So, I still dealt with all of this. Um, in and out, didn't realize that this was going on in my house while I'm at work. Um, and it continued all the way until I left. So.
0: God damn. Yeah. He hit all that?
1: Uh, yeah. For the most part, he hit it. Um. Son of a bitch. Right. (laughs) So people will say, oh, you were naive. I'm like, no, I'm not really naive. It's just. I, he, he knew how to mask it. That I, was the problem.
0: I was going to say, I think anybody who has dealt with an addict in the past or somebody who's going down that road knows pretty fucking well that if they want to hide it, they're pretty, they're pretty good at hiding it.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, if I was to think back now, I never realized how long he was doing it. But now it's like all the little signs you would think of. I'm like, oh, like, there it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like. So you've been doing it since we were twenty years old. <laughs> like <laughs> that's,
0: that's a whole other thing too. Is when you when you want to see when you see purity in somebody else that's close to you, mm-hmm. you don't acknowledge the shit. No, you don't want to acknowledge the shit. No, you always
1: want to hope the best for
0: somebody, right? You don't you don't see that shit until it's thrown in your face. Yeah, and there's a good reason for it. So I think that's important to note.
1: Yeah, exactly, and that's and that's how I am. That's who I am as a person. And I, believe it or not, that sometimes can be a curse because I always see the purity in everybody.
0: Right? You want to?
1: Yeah, because I that's how I was raised. I was raised to not judge people, regardless of their character, regardless of their past. You, you're not supposed to judge them.
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I so. hope not. <laughs> <laughs> a few pieces of shit, right? No, no. no, no, no. I would never. Because I, I I'm guilty of the same shit. You know? Yeah. I surround myself with a certain group of people, and if I feel like you know, I don't have any reason to look any farther then that's where it stops. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's bitten me in the ass a few times, but. Mm-hmm. I, I mean,
1: it, like I said, it, it bit me, it bit me several times. <laughs> but you know, that's all you can do yeah. is just learn from it. And, and like and like I tell him now to this day, I'm like, I thank you for that because at least now I know the signs. Right. You know, so I know what I'm looking for.
0: There you go. See, that's a huge positive. You took it. and yeah. Now you know exactly what you're looking at.
1: Exactly. and like, that's how I've had to learn to live life. You have to live it as it's a lesson learned. Mm -hmm. whether you want to learn it or not it's still there it's still a lesson you can either embrace it or you can deny it that's on you
0: yeah i think uh, i think i dabbled on this one a little bit last episode but um you know i said even everybody has a purpose in your life uh whether it's negative or positive there's always something to be learned from it 100 percent. and i think that's the most important thing to take away from everything you can yeah is the knowledge
1: regardless it doesn't matter somebody's supposed to be there temporarily they're That's then. There's they're there for a reason.
0: Just be smart about what you're learning and move forward.
1: Right. You don't need everybody to be there like that. So, you okay? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Like fuck, (laughs) this is becoming more therapy for me. Way. No.
1: You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I definitely, like I said, I feel it to to the core because a lot of people, like you said, you would never know this about me unless I came out here. Yep. So, you know, and that's and that's all part of masking it. You know, and that's okay. Um, but you can only mask it for so long and mm. then people are going to catch on.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I'm definitely a firm believer of, um, you know, kind of releasing the bullshit from your own mind. It's like, it's like clearing your desktop. Yeah. Uh, you, you're, you're only gonna, you're only gonna be hold up, be able to hold up to a certain amount of shit before it starts like, you know, bleeding out of you. Exactly. And,
1: or until you start to turn into a different kind of rage, you ex- know, and it, then people don't like you because
0: that's also not good. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely a firm believer of that, and I, I had to learn that one the hard way myself was, you know, bottling shit up for so fucking long in my life, I, I learned probably right around, like, 30 or 31, when I just kept bottling shit up, mm-hmm. and it just start, it, it literally, the anger and, like, the confusion just started spewing out of me, I'd get in altercations with people that I absolutely love, and I would just spew shit yeah like shit that never made sense and i'm like okay something's wrong here right but i think it's super super important what you're doing um this is gonna help you maybe move forward and realize and it's gonna help everybody else probably more than it's gonna help you
1: oh i hope so yeah that's that's the plan
0: yeah yeah so (laughs) there's a lot of people listening oh and that's gonna continue to grow
1: yeah, I know and I 100% support you and I'm so proud of you for doing this to be honest. I knew this took a lot and you yeah. know, I condone you for it because there's this this needs to be known honestly. Mental health is a huge huge problem in in the society.
0: It's it's um it's had more of an impact than I thought it was going to. And I'm thankful that people have come out and told me that. So, yeah. I'm excited to see where it goes. Me too. Um I hate to cut it but because of things and editing i have to cut them under an hour no worries you're and, good and you're on a good note so we're gonna end it on a good note it's my thing all right is there is there anything you want to add before we
1: just remember to just enjoy the small things in life
0: there you go do anything you want to plug do you have any businesses or anything like that
1: um we'll save that for next time
0: okay all right <laughs> you know normally normally in purple's people's first episode i usually ask Are you going to come back for a second time? But you've said it twice.
1: Oh, 100%. I'll be here again. (laughs) Don't you worry.
0: So we're going to leave that one. And uh, I'm excited to have you back again. All right. You won't be so nervous next time. No,
1: I will not be. I will not be so nervous.
0: So as always, everybody, uh, click and like all the things. Please follow, subscribe so you get notifications when I drop new episodes two times a week. And make sure you check out the merch. Do yourself a favor. Now there is flags available. Not sure not sure why but I decided to add flags to the list. Um, me versus me merch on Etsy or like I say every fucking time. If you need the bio, ask me. I'll send it to you. And it's also on every fucking page. I could ask you to check out. So, we love you. Have a good night.